through the city like Brennan Shaw. I'm on a mission to get it all. Ride through the city like Brennan Shaw. If you ain't thick, please don't get involved. And now, Brendan Thick Boy Shaw. What is poppin', family? Kids say fam, I say family. It is Monday, April 17th. How is everybody? You good? There's a reason if you're watching this right now on YouTube, if you're listening to it, you can't tell, but I have two pairs of nuts hanging off my eyes. Your boy's exhausted. My uh, oldest son, who's seven, big T-dog, uh, he recently has asthma. And then he, I, I don't know if anyone, does anyone have asthma in there? No. He had an asthma attack at one in the morning, which is pretty scary when your critter turns blue. So your boy was up till about four in the morning, had to rush to the emergency room. And they gave him some, you know, they do all these tests and calm him down and get his lungs back to normal. But no soccer today. No soccer today. So that's how it goes, man. Life of a dad hanging out at urgent care till four in the morning. Hell yeah, dude. Right on. Asthma. Not fun. Uh, fresh off the plane from Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to Atlanta. Uh, survived the Linux Mall. Survived the Linux Mall. And they also have one of my favorite um, steakhouses there. Little Alley is fantastic. Chin came there. Chin yeah, came with us. We went to uh, the Georgia Aquarium. Went to the Georgia Aquarium. Um, we got hooked up, too. We had the, like, the behind-the-scenes tour, which is dope. Yeah, it was fun, right? Mm -hmm. My boy Taylor at yeah. uh, who And Seachum is like the... Uh, Seachum is basically like the Coca-Cola for fish products. Like they uh, supply everyone. They're super great products, especially if you have uh, home aquariums. I took this picture because I'm a nerd about this stuff. I'm way too into fish tanks. My fish are thriving. Uh, the arowana is getting so big. Your boy's going to have to upgrade his tank. It stresses me out. I think about it every day, all the time, because yeah, it's so big. You have to get a giant tank. That's a straight manta ray there. Uh, they had a tank that was... I think, what did they say, 1.2 million gallons? It was something insane, yeah. And, and then uh, I like, because we had like a behind-the-scenes tour because of our boy Taylor, but I like to see the the setup, the filter systems they use, <laughs> all these pipes and plums, you know. Um, the plumbing's pretty dope. And just how they get all the filter and all that stuff. And then the lights for the reef. So I started recently getting into saltwater tanks. Haven't pulled trigger yet. Looking at a Red Sea Aquarium, so we'll see. It's a big commitment. Got to be honest, fellas. But the lighting to keep the you know in nature, like in the ocean, the those corals need to thrive in a certain kind of lighting. So you have to purchase those lights at your home. Well, just each light is around a thousand dollars, probably six hundred thousand dollars. Look at their lighting just on one freaking aquarium. And they were gigantic, too. Huge. Yeah. And I asked the guy, the tour guide, I'm like, hey, how much is lighting? He's like, I have no idea. Do you know anything about lights? I'm like, I know just for a home aquarium, one stupid little bulb is about a grand. <laughs> He's like, think what that is. I'm like, oh, dude, I don't know, 500,000 bucks just in lighting just to get that tank popping. And that's their small tank. Got to be honest, felt bad for the, for the what was it, the 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 white uh kind of whale things oh belugas the belugas yeah that was that was he's like, just big enough for them to turn around i was like this sucked yeah they're so cute too that's bumming me out man yeah yeah it's tough but shout out to atlanta thanks for coming out y'all we got a clip coming up today about atlanta and bud light should be a fun one uh had some great ufc fights over the weekend y'all must have forgot about max holloway son y'all must have freaking forgot 
this is one of those things that the UFC does, you know, with Arnold Allen being undefeated in the UFC. Not undefeated overall. I think he's lost, he lost once before this back in the day, but undefeated in the UFC. So, kid's definitely a prospect. He's my dark horse still to become world champion. But some, you know, the toss a young line, a young, young London line, Arnold Allen, uh, to just a, a veteran who's been around forever, former world champion. And usually, Usually it goes like it would John Jones, you know, versus a guy like, uh, um, God, John fought all the old heads, you know, like a Rampage. Or if you look at John Chael, Leona Machida, Vitor Belfour, um, all those guys, the janitor, you know, that was his first kind of Mm -hmm. test. Um, for me, it was Gabriel Gonzaga. There's always the, the, it's the young line versus the, the savvy, uh, vets. But one thing you're taking out of, account here when you talk about max holloway's he's not one of those guys who are just, yeah he's been around since what 18 he's been around since he's 18 and we saw him develop in the ufc and become you know one of the best to ever do it in the featherweight division if not the best featherweight of all time you know the, the fights with volkanovsky would beg to differ but still you know max holloway's been a staple of that division for how long how many years and i think the only non-title fight that he's lost was to conor mcgregor back in the day you know so mm-hmm. every time this dude fights if he loses, it's only for a title. If it's not for a title, y'all, y'all in trouble. I don't care who you are. So I think the agenda here was to put over uh, Arnold Allen over Max Holloway, but you're assuming that Max Holloway's over the hill, and he's not. He looked damn good. His output was ridiculous. He's facing a guy, probably the toughest matchup for Arnold Allen. Wasn't crazy about the matchup, to be honest, for Max Holloway. But then that was me assuming that Max Holloway has lost a step. He definitely has it. Also, in that fifth round, which is the only round I gave to Arnold Allen, in that fifth round, um, you would probably have to say if that thing lasted another 10, 15 seconds, Max Holloway was going to finish him. Because at the end there, uh, Allen lands a great, I think it was an elbow, and they're trading literally just caution to the wind, and then Max drops his ass. You know, so that could, when Max, when he gets you hurt, he's going to get you out of there. So that could have got a little rough for Arnold, but it was, you know, end of the round, nobody really fights like that for an entirety of a round. But shout out to Arnold Allen. This is the best thing that happened for him. You know, could he beat a, a Volkanovski right now? No, he's just not there yet. So I think for Arnold, it's a good learning experience for him. He went five rounds with a world-class title contender, former world champion. This is good, man. And again, this isn't boxing. This isn't like other leagues where you lose one and, you know, it's the end of the road. No, for Arnold Allen. All right. So he lost to Max Holloway. So he went to decision to Max Holloway. 49-46, I agree with. 48-47, I don't see that, but, you know, these judges are morons. But 49-46 was fair. And the two judges got it right. So for Arnold Allen, respect to the drawing board, you're just not there yet. He has all the potential to be world champion. He's just not there yet. That's okay. That's okay. You could be homeboy who was 18 who found the main card last weekend, and it's tough to say that. Not there yet. That that would even be acceptable at this point. It's like you're, oh, dude, you got to get jump out of the UFC, get some experience, get some skill, then come back. For Arnold Allen, it's like, no, we got to tweak a few things. You're just not at the top forward level yet. You'll get there. He has all the skills to get it done. Has a granite chin. So is Max Holloway. That's the thing. Max Holloway and Arnold Allen hits like a Mack truck for a featherweight. He lands some. Pretty, he lands a left hook there, flush. He lands some knees, some elbows. Like Max Holloway's chin's ridiculous, man. Max Holloway looked amazing. Looked amazing. The one that bummed me out again. This is another you know common theme here. You had uh, Billy 
Quarantillo, Quarantillo, who I love. Billy's so much fun to watch. And before this Barboza fight, he's on a straight, you know, rampage. Um, with Edson Barboza, you know, you don't know what you're going to get to Edson Barboza. That knee was just so picture-perfect flush. I don't know anybody that wouldn't be knocked out by that. If you look how Billy's dealing with on Twitter, it's funny, man. It's so funny. It's so funny. He just, you know, he's dealing with the, the way you should. Obviously, you're going to get the haters out there, but those people don't matter. And then with Billy, he's just taking it in, you know, taking it in stride and having fun with it, and he'll get back on the horse. That, that kid's a fucking monster, man. Again, you got a young line trying to take out Edson Barboza. He's been a staple of the featherweight division for how long? Shit happens. Not the end of the world. And for, do I think Billy is a better fighter than Edson Barboza currently right now? Yes. But you got caught with that knee. It happens. That's what happened. You know, Edson Barboza is one of the best strikers to ever grace the octagon. Shit happens in this game. That's why, that's why it's the toughest sport to bet on. It's by far the toughest sport to bet on. If you talk to uh, legit gamblers who make a living off gambling, they hate betting on the UFC. They absolutely hate it. Of course, yeah. There's too many ways to lose. For Billy, you lost probably the one way you could have lost. Knee to the fucking face flush. Yeah, dude. It's going to be a short night for you. Uh, my boy Justin Jacoby lost. That was a great fight, though. Uh, Cutalabra, Tanner Bozer, ridiculous fight. Did that, I'm assuming that got fight of the night. Because some of these uh, I was able to watch in the green room in Atlanta, then some I had to watch this morning. So fight of the night, oh, that Al, Al Gio and TJ Brown, that fight was phenomenal. Edson Barboza, Brand Royval, Gillian Robertson, all deserving. Um, the Brandon Royval, again, I told you guys this last week. How dare you put him on prelims mm -hmm. on a fight night? <laughs> he might have heard you, though, because that's what he said at the post. Oh, did yeah, he? Post-fight press conference. He's like, he was so pissed off to be at the prelims. It, like, don't ever do it again. It's so disrespectful. Yeah. A guy of his skill level and what he's earned in the UFC to put him on prelims. And then look what he did to that dude. Ranked. Demolished homeboy. Ridiculous. The knees, the elbows. Ridiculous, man. Of course, uh, Zach Cummins and Ed Herman retired. Yeah, double. Simultaneous uh, retirement. I think Dana gave him uh, both 50K. Just being like, cool, thanks for the memories. Enjoy the CT. <laughs> thanks for the memories. Um, what, what are you going to do? That's not Dana. I'm just being silly. That's cool, too, 50K. That's pretty Yeah, awesome. that's cool. Um, our boy Clay Guida got a little bit of heat there, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you have in the, the current events because yeah. Clay Guida, we thought was going to retire and he used it to wish somebody happy birthday. Dana was not happy. No. Now, I didn't see this. I just saw that Dana was not happy. Let me see uh, Clay Guida's take. <laughs> Here we go. Are you walking away from the game? What do you say, Clay? I tricked you guys. There ain't no way I'm walking away yet. I want to congratulate this one. There's more in the beginning, but he took off his gloves. He made it seem like he's going to retire. Oh, I was going to say, that's not too bad. Uh, yeah, but that was then, like them forcing on him, but oh, he did the whole. No, no, that was. He took his gloves comes. off, did the whole bit. But yeah, but Bill Algier, the guy that was just kick, kicking ass as well, he also pretended to retire. So there's two guys that pretended to retire. That's why Dana White was pissed off. Yeah, so I don't like, I'm one. with Dana. I don't like that shit, man. Everything's going well. So I want to make this official announcement that I have no retirement, baby. Woo! They're going to have to drag my carcass out of here. And then was that after Clay? I don't know if it, I think Bill came in before. Yeah, probably before. Yeah. So it was before. 
Um, yeah. yeah, Bill and he got fight of the night, and that submission was ridiculous. That was such a good fight. That one I kind of vibe with because the Zach Cummins Ed Herman re- double retirement, like that's the kind of that's fresh in everybody's mind. So Bill just played off that. Clay Guida to do it was like, dude, it just happened, dude. You can't do it back to back. I know it kind of yeah. ruins it. Yeah, that was weak, dude. But I love Clay Guida. He can do yeah. no wrong in my book. Sucks he lost though. Sucks he lost. Overall, good, good, good fight night though. Ridiculous fight night. The UFC's been on fire lately, man, with that Asanya fight card. Now you got this fight night. Let's take a little break from the chatting about the fisticuffs because guess what? This episode of the Shop Show is brought to you by my friends at Green Chef. What's Green Chef, Brennan? Well, I'm glad you asked. Green Chef is a CCOF certified meal kit company. Green Chef makes eating well easy with plans to fit every lifestyle. Look like Dana White. Forget the cleansing. Eat some Green Chef. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or just looking to eat more balanced meals, Green Chef offers a range of recipes to suit your preferences. I do the protein because your boy has uh, psoriasis, so I got to be easy on the carbs. All right. Uh, they have it all, man. You can choose from 30 recipes weekly with an option to mix and match meals from different uh, whatever diet you're on. You can mix and match, right? If you're vegan one day, keto the next, we got you covered. Get everything you need at Green Market, our one-stop shop for quick breakfasts, uh, brunch kits, wholesome lunches, and more you can easily add on to your weekly order. And you're craving a little more servings of your favorite, now you can double the portions in your weekly order with just a single click. All right? Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. All right? It's super convenient. It's, it's super easy. Bring more flavor to your table and your family this spring with Green Chef's wholesome, elevated recipes featuring seasonal organic produce and unique farm fresh ingredients like rainbow carrots, bok choy, and olives. That sounds nice. I'm starving right now. Go to greenchef.com slash 60 Use the code shop 60 to get 60% off plus free shipping. All right. That's greenchef.com slash shop 60 the number one meal kit for eating well, that's Green Chef. The NBA playoffs are here, and there's no media coverage on my Denver Nuggets, the number one seed, and Jokic should win the MVP, but people suck, and Embiid will probably do it. So that's going to f- fire up my boy Jokic. Watch the Nuggets take this whole thing until they probably run into Milwaukee, but we'll see. Either way. The NBA playoffs are here, and you need to bet on the action with my friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with a touch of a button. New customers can bet $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Opt in, place the same game parlay on any NBA game. If it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to 10 buckaroos. The Lakers Memphis is popping. I think you can bet on AD. It's always a safe bet with Milwaukee, and you know my Nuggets are getting it done. Sacramento's no punk either this year. The Knicks are doing the damn thing, so there's a lot to bet on. Download the app now. Sign up with the code SHOBSHOW, S-C-H-A-B SHOW. New customers can bet $5 ruse, pregame money line bet, and score $150 in bonus bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code SHOBSHOW. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 467-369. In Kansas? 
Call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas, 21 or older in most eligible states, must, uh, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Thank you for making me read that. DraftKings. This weekend's fight card, not bad. Our boy Curtis Blades is fighting. Curtis Blades, I think, hands down, is the toughest matchup for John Jones. Now, they're not doing any favors fighting Sergey uh, Pavlo, Pav- Pavlovich. Pavlovich. They're not doing many favors here. Nobody wants to fight this Russian Frankenstein, right? It's like a Mack truck. Mm-hmm. Here's the caveat here, though. It's also Curtis Blades just a terrible matchup for anybody. He's in his prime. He's fought all comers. He's had some losses. He's learned from that. He's re- definitely gotten better since those losses. And then now, you know, you're given pretty much a bona fide striker. Like, this guy hasn't fought a lot of grapplers. He beat Ty Tuavasa, Derek Lewis, Maurice Green, you know, and then they have a common opponent, Alistair Overeem. See what Curtis Blades did, Alistair Overeem? You see him mollywop Alistair Overeem? Like, yeah. literally, big brother, bully, MTV bully beatdown. So, um, as much as I, you know, they're not doing Curtis Blades any favors, they had nothing else to do with them right now with John and Steve Bay fighting. That's supposed to happen in Madison Square Garden, according to rumors. Um, but I do think, on paper, stylistically, Curtis Blades is by far the toughest matchup for John Jones. Gives him the most frits, too. And Curtis Blades wants that fight. My God, does he want that fight. Curtis Blades, too, if you listen to him on Food Truck, I'm sure we'll put a clip up this week leading up to the fight. But Curtis Blades' only goal is to set the all-time takedown record in the, you know, in the UFC, and he's getting close. He's going to get a bunch of takedowns Saturday. So I got who, who's the favorite in that, Jen? I assume Curtis is a slight favorite. Let's see. Going downtown with a heater. Yeah, yep. Minus one sixty five. That's fair. I'll take that all day. Your boy Sung Sung Yadong, underdog against Ricky Simone. I love Ricky though. I'm taking Ricky. Brad Tavares, I think he's a dog. I'll take Brad. Yeah, Bobby Green, Jared Gordon. How about Jared Gordon? Didn't really take any hits. You know, the majority of the fan base thinks he beat Patty Pimlet. Mm-hmm. They give him Bobby Green. That is not an easy fight for him. But Jared Gordon's a talented dude. Not mad at this fight night at all. It's not bad at all. God, talk about a throwback. Ronnie Yaya? Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you got uh, Usman fighting, not Kamaro, the giant Muhammad Usman. He's back at it. Fun card, though. That, that, the, the main card's definitely fun. Sergey, Curtis Blades, uh, Song Yadong, Ricky Simone, Brad Tavares, Bruno Silva, Bobby Green, Jared Gordon. I'll take it. Not mad at it. This thing is going to get overshadowed, though, because you have the uh, biggest fight of the year in boxing by far. Even though it's early, it's still a little early. We're not even mid, right, of 2023? Not, not yet. Um, Javante Davis, Ryan Garcia is happening, folks. And uh, it's happening this Saturday on Showtime pay-per-view. 9 p.m. Eastern, which means they won't fight to probably midnight Eastern, whatever. Um, it's in Las Vegas, Nevada. They finally got it done. I can't tell you how excited I am for this fight because boxing, usually to get these guys, and they're both, you know, I wouldn't say um, Ryan Garcia's in his prime yet. I'd say Javante is right now. Mm. But still, Ryan's, he's, he's getting there. And it's rare. Usually we get these fights when they're both, you know, their nuts are hanging off the ground. They have calluses on their knuckles. So, um, shout out to boxing for getting this done. Shout out to no one's giving Ryan Garcia credit for this dude. The shit he had to give up in that contract to make this fight happen. 
This is this is what makes me hesitant for all those doubters out there doubting Ryan Garcia. Him giving up as much as he did with the rehydration clause and a bunch of other stuff that's not out there that I talked to Ryan about. He had to give up a shitload just to get this deal done. My argument there is for Javante Davis, if you're so confident, why are you putting all these stipulations in that contract in order to fight Ryan? And then for me, it's like, well, if Ryan agrees this, which nobody ever would agree to all the stuff he agreed to to get this fight done, there has to be something we don't know that he's seeing in Javante Davis's game. The guy's undefeated. I get it. There has to be something there in order to give up that much ground. Like, yeah, let's just make, I don't care. Whatever it takes. Yep, put it in. Yep, I'm down to do that. Rehydration clause, not a big deal. Do, let's do this. That too. You got it. Like, the Javante Davis' team made it so damn impossible that most fighters would turn it down. Ryan went, I'm good with it. To me, geesh, this the confidence of him and his team. It's Ryan Garcia, dude. There has to be something we don't know going down, you know? They see some sort of chink in the armor there that he's going to, he's so confident in his skill set to get this fight done. Because on paper, you know, Tank's a big favorite. A very, what is he, Chin? Uh, is he a minus 300, minus 400 minus at this point? Let me double check. Is it down to two? Canelo, a minus 1400. Oh, there it is. Can't wait for that one. Javante's minus 270. Ryan's plus 205. Yeah, you know, and that goes to Ryan's popularity. You know, the line moved pretty – because he was, I think, a, started off as almost a minus 400, you know, mm -hmm. which is a huge favor, especially with two undefeateds. Now, they do have a common opponent. Ryan fought the guy a little later in his career. Ryan knocked him on the first round. Tank got done the eighth round. There's just different styles. Um, there is a way for Ryan Garcia to win this fight. I think part of the problem, too, what some of the knock on Ryan Garcia is you guys see him as this TikToker and YouTuber. You got to remember how young he is. So, yeah, the kid looks like a freaking dime piece and, you know, looks like a young golden boy. He has a lot of similarities to Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy, which obviously his uh, his reputation is a little tainted. But people forget how fucking good Oscar De La Hoya was. And Ryan Garcia is on that same path, minus the stockings and all that shit that came out but and the cocaine. But for Ryan Garcia, again – you guys get it twisted. Yeah, he's this YouTuber. He makes all this money off TikTok and all that stuff. That's just being a smart businessman. And he's keeping up with the times. That's why he's so popular because he's uh, really the face of boxing when it comes to that younger generation. So I don't knock him for that. But people confuse that and that silly shit with his skill level. He's been boxing since he was seven. You know, 15-time world champ. Not easy, man. Not easy. You know, from his Golden Gloves as amateur, you know, this kid is a fucking monster. He's a monster, man. So, you know, his Gatorade campaign, which is insane. Um, first American boxer ever to appear on Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the social media and stuff like that. So they have a common opponent. Ryan did get him out of there first. That doesn't say too much. He did fight him later. Ryan has, out of the two of them, they're both undefeated, and they're both knockout artists. I would say Javante Davis is is more powerful, is a scary, uh, scarier fighter to, to face. Um, I'd say Ryan's the quicker fighter. Ryan's going to have to be on his bike. He's going to have to, for, for 12 rounds, we're facing a guy in Javante Davis who has that kind of power that you're born with. There's no gym. There's no coach. There's no bag you can work on to get that power. That is a God-given gift. Javante Davis has a God-given gift. Ryan Garcia has a God-given gift in his speed, but his power isn't, thing we, any, isn't anything we haven't seen. But when you combine the power with the quickness is when Ryan knocks people out. So I think... You know, for this fight, there's a reason why Javante Davis is the favorite. 
Um, out of the two, again, Ryan's the only one that's been knocked down. He got knocked down that Luke Campbell fight, right, which he went on to win, but it's the only time he's been knocked down. So we see that Ryan has a good chin. We don't know shit about Javante Davis's chin, and it will get tested in this fight. Ryan's too quick. He's going to land stuff. And in order for Tank to win this fight, he has to walk through some shit. And that shit is the quickness and speed of Ryan Garcia, which could leave him open. So we're going to find out, is Tank, I think, the pound-for-pound pound best right now, outside Canelo, but right now, is he pound-for-pound pound best right now? What's he like when he gets hit? If he does get knocked down, how does he recover? This fight ain't going to decision. If it goes to decision, I think Ryan wins. I think Ryan wins, and he can't give up rounds early either. You got to win those early rounds. You got to put that money in the bank early on, stay on your bike, outmaneuver them, use your quickness, and wait for Javante, who I think probably has a higher boxing IQ and has, you know, a little more, uh, a little more experience too when it comes to the big fights and the big pressure fights and has faced tougher adversity. So I do think there's a way for Ryan to win. Not going to be easy. We need Tank to step out of pocket and make some mistakes, and you need Ryan to land with his speed and quickness. And even so, if that does land, the question is, is that enough to get Tank out of there? We haven't really seen Tank get hit. Haven't seen him get hit. Definitely haven't seen him get knocked down like Ryan. We've seen Ryan get knocked down, get back up, and finish the dude off in Campbell. So, you know, there's a lot of uh, questions to be answered here. Again, I, I go back to why in the world would Ryan's team, Ryan Garcia's team, give up so much just to get this fight done? Everybody else scared of Tank Davis. Ryan Garcia's team sought out this fight. Not only did they see the fight, make it happen, but gave up many things that other fighters would refuse to. It would never happen. Look what's going on with uh, you. Look what's going on with Fury in that fight. Usyk yeah. and Usyk. No, yeah, there's too much bullshit in that contract. Usyk wants seventy thirty split in the rematch, so he's he's running into the fire. When most fighters run around it or try to navigate around it, do the whole PR thing, you got to give Ryan credit. He's running towards this, which is insane. Tank is no punk. So we're going to find out. I'm rooting for Tank. I'm sorry. I'm rooting for Ryan. I'm rooting for Ryan all the way. I'm a, I'm a homer. I'm biased. Ryan's my boy. I think he can get it done if he's, he has to, it has to be the best performance of his life. The very best. I think they do run this fight back two or three times. But there's some other guys out there too, you know? There's a lot of other guys out there that we want to see Ryan Garcia fight. And I think Ryan has that personality, like the old school guys, where they make fights happen that the fans want to see. That's why I like Ryan. Mm -hmm. So I think for boxing, be better if Ryan won. Because he's not, he's, you know, he's gonna fight those other guys. He, he's down to make those fights happen, whatever it takes, just so the fans see who is the best. Who's the perennial, no question, undisputed world champion? Because right now we don't know. Because they have these belts. But they haven't fought the top guys. They just haven't. Ryan's down to make that happen. When boxing, over time, they used to do this, but now recently with all the belts, they kind of run from each other. There's a reason you don't get the, although they did announce it, but the Crawford-Spence fight, think how long that took. Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, Usyk, Fury, you know? They, 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 it's just, they run from each other. It's the problem with boxing. Ryan Garcia's cut from a different cloth. He's been doing this since he was seven. My favorite part is when you listen to these boxing analysts go, you know, Javante's been doing a lot longer. He started when he was five. It's like, well, Ryan started when he was seven. Do you think those two years really make a, that big of a difference when you're five to seven? You know? So I'm excited for it, though, man. I'm super excited for it. 
real quick on the the Joshua, no, not Joshua, the Fury and Usyk. I remember like it was supposed to be seventy thirty, and then the rematch clause. I think Usyk wanted fifty. If Usyk won, he just wants fifty fifty, which is great. But they turned it down or something like that. No, it was so the first. The, it's backwards. So the first fight was fifty fifty. Second fight was seventy thirty. And and Fury, really? like, sure? yeah, Fury was like, get the fuck out of here. That sounds insane. Like, I'm the I thought name. It was all, all the way around. Yeah, yeah, no. You might be right, Jim, but that's what I thought. There was no the problem because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was uh, the holdup was in the rematch clause. Mm. This episode of the Shop Show is brought to you by my my longest partnership of all time. Talk about on it, the best supplements on planet Earth. They have the best nootropic on the planet, and they can get it to you however you want. You want the instant one shot alpha instant? We got you. You want a little put in eight ounces of water so you get the instant alpha brain hit? You got you. You want just a regular alpha brain like everybody else is taking? They've sold over a million bottles. Go ahead and do that. Great. No return necessary. They refund your money if you don't love it, but you're going to love it. But I use the black label, the alpha brain black label, heavy on the brain. I love it. Helps support cognitive functions, including memory, mental speed, and focus. I need all the help I can get. Aids in mental processing. It's caffeine free. Helps get you to the flow state. All right. It helps you remember names, focus on complex tasks, think more clearly under stress, react a little more quickly, like Ryan Garcia, perhaps. On it also offers the best fitness gear in the world, kettlebells, steel club maces, sandbags, yoga mats, and you need protein powders, you need warrior bars, you need MCT oil, you need some shroom tech, whatever you need. Audit has the best supplements. They also have on-demand workout streaming fitness. No need to go to gym. You can stream it from your phone, your tablet, wherever you want on-demand streaming fitness with on it all right so if you're thick ass can get in better shape let on it help you get you there on it.com slash shop receive 10 percent off everything i mentioned about alpha brain all sorts of alpha brains the instant the the quick shot the alpha brain black you save 10 percent off all of it on it.com slash shop s-c-h-a-u-b you're welcome Last read, then we're back to the chatter. Listen, you guys know me. I only recommend products that I actually use on a daily basis. This next product is one I use on every single episode. Whether you're watching the Shop Show, Golden Hour, Firing the Kid, I'm doing stand-up, I'm doing somebody else's podcast, just in life, I'm using the best kratom on the planet, and it's from Happy Hippo. This stuff helps you tackle your busy schedule, helps you get stuff done. It gives you just that nice feeling, balance, a good mood feeling, and it helps get you focused on whatever you're trying to accomplish in your life. And you can get Kratom, and I know Kratom can be a little dicey, but you can trust Happy Hippo. That's why I ride with Happy Hippo, all right? They have the instant shots I have here. This is the sour apple. I like sour apple. I like the butterscotch, the instant Kratom shot straight to the dome. They have pills, gummy, powder, however you want to get your Kratom. Get it from Happy Hippo. Trust your boy here. Go to happyhippo.com. Thick23 is the promo code. You save 20% off for life. Share it with your friends. Use it as many times you want for the best Kratom on the freaking planet. That's happyhippo.com. Promo code THICK with three C's, 23, 20% off. Happyhippo.com. Let's get back to the program. What do you got for me, Jen? All righty. We're so going we talked downtown. About pretty much a lot of rain things. today, a lot of coffee. <laughs> uh, let's go to... Oh, so what do you think about Max Holloway's call out of, of all people, Korean Zombie? I just... It, it feels like... I mean, it'd be a, a phenomenal fight. You know, and I, I see where what Max is doing. You know, it makes sense, and he'd definitely be a favorite in that fight. Um, so, Korean Zombie, that is the only guy in my time with older guys that I didn't get to fight. I get that. I would love that fight. There's a fight in my agent's country. 
Australia. Like agents, country? He's probably his man, manager agent guy. Uh, Australia coming up. Australia's supposed to be happening sometime. We don't know when. And if Korean Zombie wants to get it, he can get it. He can get it. I get it. You know, they came up kind of similar time. Um, I would like the fight. Max would be a huge favorite. It's mean, just yeah. weird to call out an older guy yeah. like that. It's a gimme fight for Max, too. And maybe he looks at divisions like, what, I just keep hanging around, beating up guys less famous than me that are tougher fights? You want the biggest name, the easiest fight possible. I'm not saying Max looking for easy fights, but this would be one of them. Max demolishes Green Zombie. I mean, as much as I obviously am a fan sure, of Green Zombie, a I, you're a homer. But if I if I had to like, yeah, of course I think Max will win. But dude, their styles would make such an amazing fight, dude. Yeah, fight yeah. of the night. That, that could be on a pay per view all day or a main event on fight night. Oh damn, like Green Zombie doing the damn thing. <laughs> he posted uh, this video afterwards in English, long time. by the way. Let's go, brother. That's it. Hello, if you want to fight me. Anytime, anywhere. Let's go, brother. That's a great fucking fight for both Korean Zombie too. There's not many left in the chamber, right? Yeah. So that makes sense. It makes sense for both guys because go to the division, go to that featherweight division. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Volkanovski, who I don't see anybody beating him. This just not happening. Nah. So then you got Max at two. So the number one guy, Yair's fighting. You got Ortega. They've already fought. He beat Arnold Allen at four. You got Josh Emmett, who has a tough fight coming up. Chan Sung Jung, there he is. Mm-hmm. Calvin Cater, he fought. What else are you going to do? Like, if you're Max, you want to take control of your career. What else are you going to do? Makes sense. He's still ranked six. Big card, big name, perfect style fight. I like it. Max eats his ass. Like I'm Korean so scared for, his, <laughs> <laughs> I know. scared for a zombie, but it'll the be way a you, fight. The way you eat fucking prime rib on that Korean grill, that's what Max would do to yeah. Korean zombie. Although Korean zombie's no punk, right? No, like I mean, Max he always comes out. Truck. Yeah. Yeah. You never know what's going to happen. But I, I'm with Max. It, like, you look at the, the lineups, like, all right, you got Yair there, you got Volkanovsky, which, and then Volkanovsky, like, damn, Max quit beating up contenders, dude. I have no one to fight if you keep beating up all these young lines. Like, I need contenders. Because if, because if Volkanovsky, let's say he destroys Yair, which I think he does, let's say he destroys Yair. All right, Arnold's lost. So Arnold's going to have to win at least one, two more before he gets title shot. He fought Brian Ortega. He's fought Max all the way three times. He Then say he beats Yair. You got Josh Emmett sitting there. Josh has a very tough fight coming up. Can't do Korean Zombie. Can't do Calvin Cater. You know, it's like Tapor is probably the dark horse there. Wins two, you know. That division is tough. So you have a dominant champion, Volkanovski, super dominant. Interesting. All right. The biggest news over the week was the announcement of Jake Paul versus Nate Diaz. I love this. Boxing. I love this. And this is is what we're talking about. So, you know, last week I saw about Francis Ngannou where it's a mistake. If he goes anywhere else, any other organization just for MMA and doesn't land that big key boxing fight, him leaving was a mistake. Now he might make a few more million dollars or a few more hundred thousand dollars. I don't know the difference. But if you don't get the fuck you fight, boxing fight with Deontay Wilder, whoever it is, Wilder, Fury, we haven't heard anything on that. Then you made a huge mistake. For Nate to leave, and then shortly after he leaves, the net and you know, he couldn't announce anything because of the UFC uh legal shit. Mm. But as soon as he could, there's negotiations going on. So Nate retires. 
And then he stays active on social media. So he's still in our face, talking shit about fighters. Still, he's still, his name's still at the top of our minds. He retires. And then shortly after, boom, Jake Paul Nate Diaz. Yeah, I made the right choice. Hell yeah, dude. Get yours. Get yours. It's an interesting fight. This is the thing. As soon as I saw this on Twitter, people think I'm talking shit. No, I'm not at all. I think it's Jake's toughest fight. I think it's tougher for him than uh, Tommy Fury. But the narrative on Jake is all his fights are fake and they're 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 set up and we know who's, he knows who's gonna win there's you know he's not a real boxer okay cool well do you think in any fucking facet there's enough money in this world that they could pay nate diaz to take a fall against jake paul if you're a fan of nate diaz or nick diaz you know the diaz brothers would not compromise they do not play that shit they're set financially especially nate super set after the connor stuff but do you think in any fucking facet that nate would be willing to take any sum of money 500 mil not a chance i don't think jake could pay him that much but say he could you think nate would would take that hit on his legacy to lose to a youtuber not a chance so at what point do you guys have to go all right that narrative that lie isn't working anymore because now he's because if it was working he would be tommy fury right if it was working he wouldn't fight a nate diaz so that doesn't work so, like I always say, when the hate doesn't work, they start telling lies. But that lie definitely doesn't work here. If you know anything about the Diaz brothers, there's not a, any amount of money that you could offer them where they're going to take a fall in a fucking fight against a YouTuber. You're out of your mind. This is the, re, a, the real fucking deal, man. You guys got to quit with that stuff. And it's a huge test for Jake because the volume of Nate, the chin of Nate, it's, it, you know, and after... I was one of the first guys after he fought Anderson. I'm like, now I can, at first, before he fought Anderson, I was like, I don't like the, the Nate Diaz fight for Jake's terrible idea. He fought Anderson, looked good, showed some boxing IQ, you know, was in there. He, he, got, he got hurt. He came back. He dropped Anderson Silva. I was like, oh, shit, Nate might be, Nate's going to be in some trouble. You can't watch that fight and think that Nate's not in trouble. They see the Tommy Fury fight, like, okay, so this is a good fight. Are there odds out yet? Should be on. Oh, yeah. I, I assume Jake's a slight favorite. And it's eight rounds? I think it is eight rounds, and it's at 185. 12 rounds would be better for Nate. Yeah, minus 275 for Paul, and then Nate's at plus 215. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Not a bad idea to put some money on Nate. Is this a fight campaign too? What do you think? When is it? I think August. <laughs> so it's way ahead. August 5th, I think it is. That's a fight campaign. Yeah. Right. Nate Diaz? Mm -hmm. Jake? Fuck yeah, it's a fight campaign. And they usually fight on Sundays, but I don't know if August 5th is a Sunday or not. Um, It is August. Football season starts in, yeah, I think, First games in September. You're dealing with preseason. They don't want to. They don't want to take on uh, any UFC. No, it's a Saturday. It's a Saturday. Yeah, when they're fighting. Yep. Perfect. August fifth. Perfect. All righty. The other big news over the weekend. I mean, you called this already too. Oh, no, over the weekend last week, but you called it. So Alex Pay he made an announcement on his YouTube channel that he's moving up to 205. Not because he can't make 185 anymore. There's so he says, yeah, he said he already did enough. You know, he got the championship, yeah, so he wants to do him. something it's else. Brilliant. Yeah. And he's a great, phenomenal fighter. Mm -hmm. And at light heavyweight, good fucking luck at light heavyweight. Good luck. 
Those guys up there, good luck. Yeah. Magomedov, kick rocks, nerd. He's the only guy. Anybody else, good fucking luck to all of them. Magomed, uh-uh. Mm-mm. You're not, you know, this isn't for you. But the rest of them, Yuri, Hill, Yawn, Rakic, Anthony Smith, Krylov, Johnny Walker, call him out, Vulcan, good luck. Good fucking luck against that guy at light heavyweight, not cutting all that weight. Good luck, man. He's going to dominate. It's brilliant. Brilliant. I can't wait to see it. I'm not mad if they gave him Johnny Walker for the first fight. Just give us a little taste what he's like at 205. I think it'd be smart for him too. Like, let's tr- see what, how it feels at two. Because Johnny Walker's not like a world beater yet. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's seven, but he, and he's getting his shit back together, working um, at SPG. Kavanaugh, yeah. yeah, he's get, kind of getting his shit together, but still, he's not the same as like a Yan or Magomed or Rakic or Yuri or even Jamal Hill. He's, mm-hmm. you know, he's not on that level yet. So I, I like it slow build because you put him at the title shot. It's like, all right, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You mentioned this earlier, how Dana White, um, or not Dana White, but John Jones versus CP Mochis is going to be moved to MSG. And later in the fall, the, the original date was July, but something happened. And there was like rumors that Dana was trying to he get said, in touch he with said John. John Jones just MIA. Disappeared, yeah. yeah. So Stipe posted, oh no, yes, Stipe posted this. And this is from Pat McAfee's show, I think. Yeah. Give me one sec. And boom, he's gone again. <laughs> John Jones goes back underground, and uh, you know, and and let me know when the Stipe fight's done. And it's 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 he is a he is a fascinating, talented artist to deal with. So you have not heard from him since? Wow, I haven't heard a word out of him. <laughs> yes, John Peace, deuces, bitch. I'm gonna re- enjoy this win. So this was Stipe. Good for John. And then Stipe put weird because last month you said I was the one running. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. They just need a fucking fight, don't they? Yeah. And then Jones. I lay low for a few weeks, and then you convince yourself that I'm afraid of you. Ha, huh, whatever you need to tell yourself, old timer. And then this was. How cool, how cool would it be to spend my retirement fight dominating the greatest heavyweight of all time in my home state at Mass Square Garden? Uh, that doesn't mean it's getting done, does it? And then a fan, a fan wrote this, and he wrote back. Chill. I'm not ready for retirement. Okay, my bad. I'll keep fighting. Yeah. They, they just need a fucking fight. Yeah, I'm down with waiting till fall. July would have been awesome, but whatever. July's the move. Let's yeah. be real. Just get. Also, John, how much you were out for three years? You had the easiest fight of your career. You beat the guy in a minute. You didn't get touched. What? Are, what are we recovering from? Get to fucking work, dude. <laughs> or, or what I think's going on is he's just over it, and he's like, yeah, I'll get when I can. Like I'm good, man. Like, over I, it. I, I don't, like like I only have two fights left. There's no reason to knock out. All oh, we're in a rush. Oh, in a rush. Okay. Yeah. Give me, I'll fight once or twice a year. I'll fight, you know, I fought Gone early. Mm-hmm. Now I'll fight Stipe when I can. Fight Stipe. That'd be his, his last fight this year. The next year, maybe it's Curtis Blades or if they can negotiate with Francis. And that's it, man. Mm. I think this just shows you that John maybe has two or three left. Max three. I think probably two. Mm. If not one. He could be Stipe. If he's acting like this after a minute, didn't get touched. Yeah. I think it'd be because you'd be chomping at the bit. I mean, could it be like, I don't know, contract stuff as well, just more money? No, deal's uh, over. Deal's over. They've already made the deal. 
All right, so this is a rumor that's been floating around for this weekend, at least. A they lot got, of people. They got us. Yeah, a lot of people were saying Because a lot that. of people text me, and I told you, I'm like, did you hear about Shopcock Shop and Tony Ferguson? <laughs> we're like, this is impossible. You were like, no. I'm like, you what? That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, but Shopcock I, didn't make sense. No, but it, it kind of did when, if you say 170 in the... Uh, well, yeah, again, the the, the, it's the young line, mm. and they're getting the old line. You know, he the one put out the pasture. Yeah, that's what's going on there. So here's the thing: yeah, it's a terrible room, terrible matchup. But it's like, yeah, don't surprise me if they mm. do it. It's fucked up. I guarantee you, Tony would take the fight. <laughs> Tony don't give a flying Insane. fuck. Yeah, but people referenced or they tagged. Brett, it was like the source was Brett Okamoto, and of course, everyone that's trusts Brett Okamoto. Exactly. Well, yeah, Brett is Dana's right hand man. It used mm. to be Ariel, now it's Brett. So it's like when when I saw the tag. But that's, I think, I, you know, because I don't see a lot of social media. So I saw when my friends were texting me, I'm like, who'd you hear from? They're like, Brett Okamoto. I'm like, oh, that, that's it. That's legit. Hmm. Chinna was few tiger thicks deep. He's like, no, <laughs> absolutely no. Why would they do that? Like, I don't know. Brett Okamoto said it. Madness. That's the internet. Um, and this is also a rumor. But um, so Hamza, and this is by your boy Chael. I think Chael announced this a potential matchup between uh yeah i think Hamza someone in the ufc by someone i mean probably dana feeds it to chael and then chael runs with it and then people get excited and stuff yep yep, yep. Hmm. very smart very calculated all right this is a bummer i get the news of like shav shavkrat and tony ferguson They're like yeah there you go i'm like thanks man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this one this is a bummer so charles heart. Oliveira, benio Darius. Uh, I guess Charles has an undisclosed injury. Poor Darius, man. God I know. Dang it. But dude. at least for now, it seems like they're rebooking it for That means the injury can't be too bad. Yeah. So just a month difference. But yeah, <laughs> Benil. It sucks for Benil. Yeah. Um, here's a bout announcement Brandon Moreno versus Pantoja 2. Uh, Brandon lost their first fight. Back in the day. Yeah, back in the day. But then they're fighting at UFC 290 in July. I'll take it. All righty. Davidson Figueroa versus Manel Cop. Don't you know, like Davison? it. I wanted Figueroa versus uh, my boy um, who we just had on food truck. Corey Sandhagen. Oh, really? That's okay. why Corey, Corey wanted that too. So Davidson's supposed to go down. Oh, I'm sorry. He's supposed to go up, but he's going to stay at flyweight right now for this oh. fight. Yeah. Oh, it's at flyweight. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. he's doing one more at flyweight and then going. Okay. So, yeah, it wouldn't have happened anyways, but yeah. Then let's go to, oh, this was just kind of a silly one. As soon as uh, Jamal Hill found out that Alex Pereira is going to go up to light heavyweight, he posted this video here. He's funny on the gram, huh? Yeah. So basically it means welcome. Can't wait to see you. It's like, come knock on my door or something like that. And then, hold on a sec. And then Pereira responded, I'm coming to kick your door in. Yeah, it's a, a good fight for Alex. But I, I just don't think Alex can come off. It's tough because I don't think Alex can come off a loss to Izzy and then jump in and fight for a title. I think the the Johnny Walker makes the most sense. Then you win that one, then it's title shot. So just one. At just one. one. Yeah. Just one. Like, uh, like, uh, Hamzat at middleweight. We need one. Paulo, Paulo uh, Costa makes all the sense. Beat him, who's a, been a perennial top five guy. You mop the floor with him. All right, title shot. Yeah, and the back and forth between both of them will be oh, awesome. Oh, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. 
Awful fight for Paul. <laughs> I know. Awful fight. Yep, I agree. Awful fight. UFC's like, yeah, no doubt, man. We're going to give you this huge contract. Here's Hobbslot, though. I know. You know, it's like, oof. Okay, so this was interesting. Khabib, Habib Nurmagomedov posted his GOAT, greatest of all time, 15 list. Hey, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Do you think Khabib really made this <laughs> list? <laughs> Just going to throw that out. You think Khabib sitting down and, you know how long this would take? First of all, you're Why talking even care to do 45 it, right? minutes ago through all this shit? Yeah. So this is Khabib, quote-unquote, Khabib slash managers, <laughs> top uh, 15 GOATs. Number one is a tie between Fredo and Jones. That's fair. Number two, GSP. Number three, Anderson Silva. Number four, DJ. Number five, DC. Six, Henry Cejudo. Jose Aldo. Kamaru Usman. Adesanya at nine. BJ Penn. Hoist Gracie. Couture. Kane tied. Hendo Shogun tied. Crow Cop, 14. Dominic Cruz. Frankie Edgar, 15. Okay. Do you think the misspellings of some of the names is to make it more <laughs> authentic yeah, looking? Yeah, yeah. So we so we <laughs> buy into it yeah. more, but you're not you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. And then and DC put your number one champ of all on of all on the list. You are only on, the only undefeated guy, 29-0 undefeated. Yeah, like his resume though, DC. Yeah, so Connor responded to that, obviously. And then this is what Connor said. <laughs> In the end, it's who's left. Don't forget, God bless. People who didn't retire after they, you know. Yeah. Who's still in the game. Yep. <laughs> real, number one. real MMA goes, number one, McGregor, number two, <laughs> Jones, and then the rest is whatever. Yeah. That's hilarious. Mm. I don't get how you don't have Volkanovski on that list. I guess if he beat um, Did you know? Makachev. That list is funny, though. Definitely not him writing it, though, right? You guys know this. Hey, you're right. No Volkanovski. What the hell? All right. Okay, let's go to this is cool. Robbie Lawler versus Roy McDonald from UFC 189. They're going to join the the fight wing God, of the, the UFC Hall of Fame. Insane. Just their personalities, everything was awesome. Nuts, dude. dude. Yeah. That fight changed uh, the trajectory of Roy McDonald's career. Yeah. Indeed. Sometimes you leave a little piece of yourself in there. So it turns out when Israel was talking about someone, didn't want to say the name, it was that guy, Drew Gisuplessis, Mm -hmm. because they're both from Africa. He said, I'll drag his carcass all through South Africa. So it it started becoming this weird thing. Like I think Israel Adesanya and uh, Kamar Usman took it as in, because there's white Africans, you know, South Africans, and there's also black ones. They're maybe thought like something was- It was a race thing? Yeah. Somehow it kind of- What has to be a race thing? That's why, yeah, the whole, I doubt it is, but that's how, you know. They took it? I what they say? I'm not interested in seeing this fight at all. I know his coach <laughs> was like, I know his coach was like, yeah, he got his nose fixed and he can breathe better now. Oh, that was another thing, too. He said that he can breathe like 8%. Oh, really? Nostril, 8% oxygen through each nostril. What stat gave you that? And then a doctor refuted it immediately. You'd be dead if that was the case. Yeah. Yeah, doctor's like, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So you won't say my name. That's smart. You better not. I don't. I don't need your ear time at all. I have my whole continent of Africa behind me. Oh, you think you're more popular in Africa than Israel? Okay. Uh, go enjoy your very spectacular victory at home in New Zealand. You'll see Africa is far from being done. At least another year. I'll meet you in neutral ground this year. If you still feel so strongly after facing me, I take your belt home. I'll give you another chance to come and try and face me on my home capital, my home, Greenbow, Alabama, <laughs> my home soil of. I Africa 
We are Africa. We fear nothing. Certainly nobody. Hashtag still knocks. Hashtag we are Africa. Hashtag proudly African. Hashtag proudly Southern African. Hashtag green and gold. Hashtag world champions. Hashtag we are one. Hashtag Africa for the win. Hashtag UFC gold coming home to Africa. (laughs) Hashtag we fear no man half. Hashtag Africa again. He's pushing the Africa thing because he's his point was like because he's live he's literally lives there trains there and yeah. Israel's not you know yeah, Israel's not. In New Zealand so he's like if I get the belt then I'll be the actual person the first that lives African in champion yeah. yeah which is like why are you pushing it that hard though that's I don't know yeah, I think maybe because he wants here's to the fight. thing he has a good chance to get this uh, title shot more power to him I like what he's doing I respond I do exactly what he's doing the eight percent thing really was just ridiculous i mean so stupid even he said like a coach said his own thing it was his coach his coach like yeah you don't think he can beat izzy because his cardio it's like yes cardio is not great you can only breathe he can't even breathe how about that (laughs) he can't breathe (laughs) and we got him surgery and he can breathe now so he's gonna do better okay it's okay coach you're in charge of his cardio right let's work on that um but you look at the contenders not much left for for izzy at middleweight so this could definitely happen Mm. What do you think of this fight card? I guess a lot of people, I think people, some people in the media might as well be saying this, but the UFC 288 pay-per-view main card, they're saying is like a really weak card. And this is like the for $80 know, super biggest weak names. Card. Yeah, fan, yeah, fans are right. So for, for what we're used to, like compared to that Izzy pay-per-view card, now they all can't be gangbusters like they used to be back in the day because UFC has spawned so many fights. Aljo Henry, I just paid alone $80 just yeah, to I watch. Yeah, I think they're worth it. Uh, Jessica Andrade, Jan... Okay, that one's tough. Drew Dober, <laughs> who I absolutely love. Matt, Matt Perola. That's cool. That's a good fight. Uh, Mo, uh, Mofsar, Bryce love. Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell just dropped the uh, groundbreaking uh, Flat Earth uh, documentary. Oh, no. Really? Yep. <laughs> Featuring okay. my boy Eddie Bravo. So that's going to go over great with the fans. Crone uh, Gracie, who I love to see. I'm not mad at it, but again, it's not. I get how fans can be upset. Like, I would honestly say from outside Aljo and Henry being this, you know, super fight, the rest of those fights could definitely be on a fight night. Like, if that was a fight yeah. night, you'd be like, oh, that's a good card. Mm-hmm. Even though you wouldn't pay $80 for it, but you're paying $80 for Aljo and Henry Cejudo. And that's no knock on anybody else. It's just what, you know. So instead, outside of Aljo's uh, steamroller, this is horrifying. <laughs> Dude, horrifying? <laughs> This card, this card mid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm listen. I, I watch it all. I pay for whatever. I'm not. There's some great matchups. Steamroll is fantastic. Drew Dover. That's a great mm-hmm. fight. That could, that should be a main event on a fight night. Yeah, that's what I agree with. All right. So this is pretty cool. This is from once again Sandhu MMA. Uh, this is a post from Israel on February 26th, 2022. What's it say? April eighth, the greatest comeback in like middleweight history, or something like, or something like that. When he's gonna April eighth, the greatest comeback in sports Sport history, history. is written by me. me. Ooh, he wrote it dope. on his mirror. Yeah, last year. This guy goes. Does he post this if he lost? God <laughs> damn, dude, you must be great at barbecues. Jesus Christ! He posted already. <laughs> yeah, in February. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do we see this if he lost? No, dude. That's a, why, why did you post that? It'd be terrible. Uh, here's some quick ones. That be are, inspired, you cuck. 
I know that is super inspiring. Yeah, it's Dude, dope. His win dope. was just boy. And Izzy just inspiring. lighting up the haters. Just like, have you seen him on Twitter? Just a uh, screenshot and just like because before the fight they're saying all the shit. And has a screenshot and like really dumbass. Just <laughs> lighting them up. People are. <sighs> I'm, the MA fan base, some are fucking amazing, but some of them are actual dicks to where they will message them like, hey, I, you, you fucking suck. You're oh, just yeah. like, what the like, fuck? Like, I lost my bet, you piece of shit. Yeah, you what me, the hell is that, You owe me $70. I, don't I can't feed it. my lizards this week. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude. Maybe you should have bought lizards if you're banking on fucking Pierre beating Izzy. It's just fuck. It's lame. Uh, it's the most toxic fan base. It is what it is. So this is Rob. Devalish really doing some sort of challenge. Him? No, this is a challenge. It's like kill, killfy. Like when they do selfies on ledges and on like they call them killfies. That's what I heard. That is dark. But why, why is he doing this? So he got a lot of shit for this. Yeah, it's just silly. At least he's small. So he's on top of a building somewhere on the edge. This dude just doing for whatever for the gram. Why is everybody laughing like that, though? I mean, what else can you do? I watch this part. Oh, I don't like any of that. Terrible. No, I, yeah. I just, what the pros, cons? Pros, you get 14,000 likes. Cons, you, you fall and die. Mm -hmm. uh, so this was on, I follow Dana White on Instagram. He does, he did this post about the, you know, the, the, the doctor or whatever that helped him with his life. Who's like, I did your blood work. You're going to die November 1st, 2029. <laughs> exactly. And like, holy shit, take all my money. Say more. Mm -hmm. So the doctor recommended, or I don't know, I'm not sure he's even a doctor. Like, so Here's my guy. thing with all this. I know where you're going. Here's my thing. With if Dana, like Dana 53 is shred. Yeah, film. you'll see her. Might want to listen to him. Even though, you know, the guy, the, clearly the doctor's a fucking magician. Or health guy. I'm not sure if he's a doctor. I don't know what the fuck. Whatever he's doing, it's fucking working. Dana looks great. He does. So it's like, all right. This guy put, got a $600 to burn, then Dana White has a deal for you. <laughs> what is so it? So this is like a body cleanse thing that that same guy, doctor or health guy expert, um, recommended for Dana, and Dana loves it. So he made this post. He's not. He said he's not making a, you know, he's he has no skin in the game or anything, but... He's wanted to promote this post, but then you see his body here in this post. Oh, Dan posts his body? Yeah. I've documented my journey that I've had with Gary Brecker. This guy has literally changed my life in 10 months. I'll, I'll be with him a year when, in June, and my blood work is perfect physically and mentally, and in every way that you can be good, I'm good. And I always wanted to do a cleanse. And before I was with Gary, I had all these problems. I was on medication. I'm on no doctor's meds anymore. You know, I had uh, insomnia. I had sleep apnea. I had, I snored bad. All this stuff is gone. I could go on for 15 minutes about all the things that he's um, fixed that was wrong with me. But I've always wanted to do a cleanse. And I never, you know, you hear all this stuff out there, you know, cayenne pepper, lemons, and all this bullshit. Gary uh, told me about this cleanse that he found, he says it's the best in the world. The company is called uh, Zen Cleanse, right? And this one is the colon. This one does the colon. And then this one here, which is called the rainbow, does the, uh, the colon, the liver, and the uh, gallbladder. I could probably use some of that. And if it works. It was an incredible experience for me. I, I fasted from a Friday to a Monday and only did the cleanse. And, you know, I'm going to show you some pictures here of me during the cleanse. This thing was so good. I'm not being paid for this. I got no skin in this game. I bought 10 of each now. 
I bought 10 of each of these to give to friends. So basically he said he bought 10 of them to give family and friends. And then you saw his body there. Yeah. Which I thought he was going to be like, I do it 10 weeks in a row. <laughs> I don't eat. Yeah, he looks great. It's hard to argue. Yeah, at his age, That's too. cool if it's a cleanse. But, but $600 I mean, for a cleanse? I, I went to the website. It, I saw like bundles for 1000 something. And then some were like $264 if you just wanted the single thing. And it's four days? Some are a month long. Some are, yeah. It just depends. Fuck cleansing for a month. But I mean, do, do you believe in cleanses? I yeah. Remember, I yeah, remember like reading cleanses. about some, some people say like, that's not real. And some people say it is yeah, I don't real. know. Yeah. Bruce in the pudding. Look at Dana White. Look at he that. He does group. look good, man. Yeah. He there's no great. doubt about that. 53 too. There you go. Um, That seems to, hold on one sec. Those were fun, Jen. Thanks, dude. There was one more. Oh, this is Darren Till calling out all these different boxers right here. Carl Froch is a long-nosed twat. Rocky Fielding is a big, lanky shit house. Toby Fury is a fat fucking juice head, and Joe Joyce is a fat, miserable cunt. All can get it. Let's go, trolls, fucking shit houses. Yeah, Till being Till. And then Rocky Fielding did call him out, though. Let's see who is, uh, is one, then. July, August, uh, Echo Arena. However many rounds and minutes you want, let's go. And he is 30 and 30. Oh, yeah, that guy's going to be a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy's going to be a fucking nightmare for uh, for Till. Yeah. That'd be a bad idea for Till. I don't know why Till's calling out Rocky Field. That'd be a terrible idea. Is that it? That is it. All uh, right, kids. Enjoy Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis this Saturday. You have Pavlovich and uh, our boy Curtis Blades yeah. going down as well. So enjoy the fights. All right. That's it, man. Love you guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Love you. Be safe. Be nice to each other. Till next time, I'm out.